Hello, everybody. My name is Jill Renee Feeler, and welcome to this week's live message. We share weekly because I like to share weekly. <laughs> I like to tap into these energies, and, and we probably have something in common that this world doesn't like roll out the red carpet or really invite us into these, you know, deeper, eternal, cosmic, sacred layers of ourselves. So, yes, I have my work that invites me into that space, but also, there are a lot of things that, that I feel led to share by my team that don't come up in private session or may not even come up in the classes that we've taught. So I like to have kind of a standing appointment with really my team. And then you and I get to eavesdrop kind of in on it in a way. And of course, the intention of all of it is to help us in our humanness remember the gloriousness of life, including human life and help us maybe feel more comfortable here, help us feel more connected to Source Creator God in a personal way where there's not an in-between or a, um, a mediator or an ambassador. I tend to not like that format um, where there's somebody between you and God. I, I somehow know at a soul level and at a, at a Jill level that that's not the way that it has to be, and it's not my preference to have anything between you and God. So I that's one of the reasons, by the way, I don't like the guru model. And one of the reasons that I don't like the idea of a, um, of a master, like, oh, this is my master, that's, you know, my teacher, etc. Um, when we do that in a way that we've created an intermediary between you and God, okay, it is my truth and my knowing and my experience that you don't need and a go-between. You don't need an ambassador. You don't need an intermediary between you and Source Creator God. And that's a huge upgrade <laughs> to really how we're doing this reality right now. And as it's shown to me, it's one of the many reasons that you and I would have incarnated right now is because of that change of the cycles. Okay. All right. So let's get started here. Let's just relax our bodies. We'll do some sort of a meditation here at the beginning. And I'm going to be muting occasionally. I have some seasonal allergies. And I, when I like cough or something, I don't want to bother you with that. Okay. Oh, all right. So just relaxing yourself here. Meditation doesn't have to be anything fancy. We're going within ourselves into the eternal layers of who and what we are. Oh, we'd like you to imagine that beneath the soles of your feet, there's a disc. Um, you can look at it like a platform. I do like the idea of a disc, though. So beneath the soles of your feet is this disc. And the disc is a beautiful platform for you. It's a very steady place for your humanness and all that may come and all that has ever come in your journey. Beautiful. Just allow your feet to imagine that space there. Allow your feet to feel the connection with that disc. Very good. Now, this disc is part of your support system, okay? And I'd like you to just play with the idea that this disc has 
codes within it. It has like anything a spy could need <laughs> within this reality, 007 style, <laughs> but nonviolent. <laughs> okay, very good. Okay, so as you're imagining yourself standing on this disc, this disc is actually now creating a force field around your humanness, almost like a bubble. Beautiful job. So this bubble is a line of uh, boundary between you and this reality. It's a line of definition between you and between others. It's an area of distinction for your creations and your soulfulness that separates us energetically, distinguishes us energetically from the other life that's here. Beautiful. Everything you could possibly dream of is coded within this bubble, within this sphere. All right, staying right here. This force field around you is naturally protective. It's soothing. It can also be frustrating, and we'll talk about that later today in, in the message. It can feel lonely if it's not understood properly. but it's a space for you and your creation. And all life forms have this, some, all of us use it differently. And when you have this encoding of being a bringer of light, of being, I wanna use the term predestined for upward spiraling, experiences to the best of your ability. This force field is sacred and you want to keep it in place. If your brain is asking why or who or what or where or how, give your brain a hug. It couldn't possibly fathom the answers even if we were able to give you single individual answers. So the brain can have all the questions it wants and it doesn't have to have answers for this to be true, for this field to be real to you. Okay, now staying right here, we'll get started with the message today. In your higher self's choice point to create a human, to to experience itself as in this reality, most of you as your higher selves would never have come. 
into this reality. If it were you to be another cookie cutter replication of what's been here before. All of you seek and desire originality, uniqueness, distinction. And that is such a treasure to your higher self for many, for many reasons. And in particular, it comes in handy on earth because of the wide range of consciousness, the wide range of things that lead to light and things that separate from light. That's a very wide spectrum of experiences and frequencies that are available on earth. And with that wide, wide range, there is um, benefit to knowing that you have your one, that your higher self has its, has its self to be no matter what others, no matter what other life forms are choosing to experience themselves as within humanity. So part of the dark age that has been interesting to me as Isis, as it lingers on, <clears throat> and it's been an interesting one that remains, is this idea that there is nothing original, that everything on earth is a copycat of something else, that there is no free will, that there is no creator ability, and that there really is no distinction between humans from each other or a human experience from other experiences as source. The reason it's, it's odd to me that it still hangs on is because I see that idea that when I notice any of you, especially in a group like this, say things like you are all one, as if there is no individuality between you and others or as if there is no distinction between your humanness as source creator God views you and experiences you. It diminishes your light. Anyone, no matter how conscious they may know themselves to be, no matter how much their spiritual training, no matter how many years they've known themselves as a spiritual being on earth, whenever I observe someone operating from the truth that all are one in the human context, I see unconsciousness. I see a lack of celebration 
of the true uniqueness of their soul signature within their human form. It doesn't make me angry. It doesn't even make me sad per se. It's just a missed opportunity, a big one. There's only so much that the human can do within a truth system that you are one with everything else in your reality. That there's nothing special about you. There's everything special about you. And some of my favorite experiences knowing Earth and knowing humanity are when a great number of humans knew that they were special. Humans operate in a very different way when they know themselves as special. There's a, there's a way about them and their confidence. There's a seriousness about their creations. There's a extra motivation for seeing their creations come to life, for seeing their ideas put into material, into the earth planes, into the physical. Things get done when an individual knows themselves as special. Special doesn't have to mean better than others. It just means that their sense of who and what they are and what they're capable of is beyond the norm into the range of exceptional even. It's not a competition against anyone other than yourself. The reason I'm talking to you about this today is because when I look at this group, I see so much originality. I see so much uniqueness. And I love it when you take yourself seriously. We've done amazing things together when we take ourselves seriously. Others will be intimidated by you taking yourself seriously. I'm asking you to be okay with that. Be okay with the fact that others may be intimidated by you. You've already gotten okay with the fact that others misunderstand you. Intimidation is just another step (laughs) of that uh, acceptance. It's not everybody that's intimidated by you. Just those that are insecure, those that that don't trust themselves and they get a little nervous around other people that do trust themselves. That's okay. I wish them well as well. But you, (laughs) you I take very seriously. You've stepped out of so many molds. You've created so many different structures that aren't even on this planet. Ideas that you brought with you from home for what you may want to be, what you may want to experience, what you may want to try out. 
those weren't something you found. Those were something you made. You made versions of yourself that weren't handed to you. You made them. And when I look at that string of creations of you over the years, and I see your age, and I see your agelessness, and I see your passion, and I see your love, how can I not get excited about where you go from here? with this accumulation of experiences of going beyond the norm, further and further into the range of exceptional, leaving behind in the dust others people's, other people's doubts about you, other people's lack of belief in you, also leaving behind in the dust your own self-doubt. For any of you that have self-doubt, that's not even something that has to get in your way. Did you know that? That your self-doubt can be something that you just put under your arm and carry around with you in your gloriousness of you being you, surpassing your own expectations at times. You make being original look easy. And that's actually one of the ways that you can spot each other is by that originality. You're more than a fractal. You are a whole and complete creation of your higher self combined with a lot of free will and operating in a very strange reality. (laughs) Very, very strange reality. Called Earth. In a human body suit, which can feel clunky and a little uh, outdated (laughs) to some of you, but you don't let that get in your way either. How fantastic. As you continue to persevere and to versions of greatness led by your passions and your love. You are recreating humanity. That platform that we started off with in the meditation. That's a fairly accurate depiction of the codes and structures, grid systems, divine tech that you brought with you into this reality from beyond the time-space continuum. You inserted it here and you didn't even borrow it from another reality a fresh creation for this special journey, for your being you. So now you can perhaps see more clearly why I'm not a big fan of this idea that there's nothing original 
here in this reality that every so-called new idea is just recycled from somewhere else. <laughs> I can't help but laugh at the ridiculousness of that notion. And yet some very intelligent, very conscious individuals not only say things like that, they believe it. Talk about a lid on creativity. <clears throat> Talk about a writer's block. But it's a perfect convention for a dark age. A dark age that's receding because of beings like you. So when you hear someone that's some so-called expert that may have demonstrated mastery in certain areas, when they say something that you sense is ridiculous or just doesn't feel right to you, <laughs> or you even just don't want it to be true, I'd love to see you smile in those moments. That kind of closed mouth, knowing smile of, hmm, that's a peculiar truth to be playing with. That's an interesting way to suppress human evolution. I caught that right there. And I don't, I not only don't agree with it, I know it's not true. Because I know me. That knowing smile on your face of the confidence, of the glory, the personal awareness of how special you know you've been, how transformational you've already proven yourself to be in a reality that is supposedly, by definition, unoriginal. Maybe that person just hasn't met you yet. <laughs> That's okay. Don't you love it that you don't need the permission or validation or approval of those so-called experts? That the other important layer of that disc that we talked about, that bubble, that you have within you in your energy field a sense of divine authority that cannot be granted in your reality. It is a, a version of personal authority that is ordained by Source Creator God. You bring it with you into this reality. And it is intimidating. For some of you that sort of wore it on the outer layers of yourself, your, your person, it intimidated the hell out of your parents, teachers, religious figures in your life, pretty much anyone that felt like they were supposed to have authority over you. And they sensed that that rule did not apply in your case. And it freaked them out. To some, it made them curious. 
They looked at you as a young child and they sensed your confidence. And at a soul level, they knew their only choice was to stand aside and get out of your way. As if you were on a mission. As if you were on a path of light. A preordained encodement of being light in a reality that is not quite supportive of light in this reality. Not in this time and not in most other timelines either. So it's necessary as a bringer of light to have that ordination, that inner authority from the inside out that's not only not granted by this reality but can't be granted in this reality. That's why you bring it with you. It's like an inner compass. And this authority doesn't lead in front of you. It follows you. It is your passions, your love, your interests in this reality that is the leader. The authority follows. So one other observation I have in particular for this group is that many of you are not Trusting your leadership, maybe not fully utilizing that authority. Some of you may still be confused. You're feeling like you need the blessing or the authority of some of the gatekeepers, some of the so-called experts in this reality. But I would ask you, what if they never see you? The authorities in my timelines didn't see me until I saw myself. And then still, many of them for various reasons, demonstrated their unconsciousness about me and who I was. And I chose to not let that get in my way. I'm not going to tell you I didn't let it bother me because often it did bother me. And that's okay. It didn't distract me too, too, and too badly. The creative force was still there just like it is in you. Many of you are fascinated by other timelines of magnificent creations. Whether it's the Valley of the Kings in Egypt, pyramids, ancient languages, any sort of mysteries of this earth. When I see your curiosity and your passion about those things, to me, it doesn't need to look like a longing for times of before. I'm encouraging you to look at those passions that you may have as a reminder 
those creations that you still hold respect for, you have a personal connection with. And it's not a reminder of what you've done before. It's an inspiration of what you can do now. Ideally, as you're one. Because anything that requires human collaboration as a team is less likely to succeed. (laughs) Funny how that happens. But sometimes it only takes one. One leader. One person paving their own way to inspire others, to encourage others, to be their one, their own glorious one. So the gatekeepers primarily can't see you. The authority figures don't understand you. The experts are too busy making sure they're the experts. They're not looking out for the next expert. They're too busy shining their medals and holding their positions of authority. Do you see yourself? That sparkle within you, that shine, that passion, that knowing smile, the part of you that may have gotten used to not being seen, and yet possibly in experiences like this, when you do feel seen, it feels so good. It feels like the sun coming out after months of cloudy weather. I want you to feel seen more often. Not just in messages like this, but you in your everyday life. I want that too, but I also don't want you to wait for it. And you'd be wise not to expect it. But when it happens, celebrate it. When you see each other, let that smile last a little longer. Let that knowing gaze eye to eye hold for a few more moments. Let that hug last a little longer. Because not only are you giving them a gift of being seen, but you're receiving support that you can store away within your humanness for all the other times where you feel absolutely invisible or completely misunderstood or disrespected or it goes on and on and on on earth. I know this. I know this. The cycles are changing. I mentioned a dark age. (sighs) There are many ways to change those cycles. There are many ways that earth in its linear time experience has 
shifted ages. We were just sharing in private session with somebody yesterday. Their role as their higher self in assisting in the shifts of these ages. This shift is special. It is unique in many, many ways. Those that are on the planet to re-examine what happened in Atlantis because the timing and the energetic patterns, the placement of consciousness right now is very similar to what is known as the Atlantean event. So there's quite a number of souls that have actually reincarnated right now for re-examination of that, that event. The caution about that is that many of them are still misunderstood about what happened in Atlantis. And you know the story about not knowing your history. When you don't have the clear understanding of the history, there is a much higher chance of repeating it. In next week's message, I'll spend a good amount of time revisiting Atlantis and what happened there. For today, I wanted to offer these messages to help you further tune your light. We call you a bringer of light because it is what you are. In a dark age, it is a common thing to be for humans to be forgetting their light, to be disconnected from their divine consciousness, to be almost ignorant of their free will and the endless choices they make on a moment-to-moment basis as if they don't matter, as if their choices about everything don't accumulate into a life, their life. Can you do me a favor, please? Look for the simplicity. I'm intentionally sharing with you in a vibration of truth which is also light, that is intentionally straightforward and clear and simple. Not simple as if it's dumbed down, but simple in its genius. Earth is complex enough. So wisdom tends to be very clear, if not with words, then energetically. Clarity that pierces through the veils, that lifts the fog, 
within self and further allows you to be the bold source of light that you are in your life and that you are in this reality. And when I look at this group of ones, I'm just this knowing smile of great expectations, of timeless experience stored here in you for now, for here. And so it is. So from right here, I encourage you again to just notice that platform beneath, beneath your feet. You may want to wiggle your toes, rotate your ankles gently, just to make sure you are <clears throat> beautifully anchored in your bodysuit, which is the very best place to be as the living light that you are. Watch out for your brains. <laughs> they are not always the friend <laughs> of your curiosity and your creations and your light. But always remain intelligent, discerning, savvy, aware, questioning, even yourself. Beautifully done. Okay, how are you guys doing? <laughs> For those that are live, I'd, I'd love to hear from you in the chat. I feel, well, it doesn't matter what I feel. How are you guys feeling? And while you're uh, potentially sharing your experiences there, I do want to make some announcements. Um, the New York City event, for those that are in that area or want to get to that area for a very special workshop, in the afternoon into the early evening on Saturday, May 19th, I am ecstatic. I feel like the, the Egypt trip, the ISIS um, identification, etc., cetera, within, within me as Jill and what I am and what I offer, et cetera, that has, um, it's, I mean, those of you that have followed my work for a while and been alongside me in this journey, you can feel the difference. And I'm so excited because that, that May 19th event will actually be, because I'm not teaching classes in April. So other than the private sessions and other work that I do in general, that will be the first event um, since this series of, I want to say, initiations and activations of the ISIS vibration. So the May 19th event, I'm, I'm <laughs> very excited about for many reasons, that being one of them. So I can't wait to see what comes through. Um, and I'll be doing it alongside John Burgos, and he and I complement each other very well, so brother and soul sister. Um, and he was on the Egypt trip. He, he participated and um, shared himself. We had, how many people did we have? 19 people on the Egypt trip. Is that right? 
I can't remember the number that we had, but John was one of them. And so anyway, it's just, it's so fun. And so he will be there. Um, we'll both be sharing. And I think we're going to do, let's see, it's 3.30 to 8.30 p.m. Um, on Saturday the 19th. I'm not sure if we have a meet and greet at another time, but I'll post that on my website um, as soon as I have that detail. But anyway, so registration is open for the event. We, yeah, anyway, so I know some of my audiences shared with me, they're already registered. So that's great. I can't wait to meet you guys in person. <laughs> okay. And let's see what else is going on. I do have a special offer for this month. Um, the Outwitting with Tico series has been a very unique uh, part of the sharings that I've done with my team. It's a very unusual series. And for anyone that has really tried to grasp the concept of unconsciousness and, you know, why, why do we forget what, you know, what can we do about unconsciousness? Why does this happen? Why does that happen? A lot of existential questions actually turn out to be trying to solve the riddle of understanding what unconsciousness is. And a term that I heard several years ago for unconsciousness was called Watiko. And there's a lot of misunderstandings about unconsciousness. And um, we try to think of like a bad guy and that it's a person or a bad, bad, bad guy, bad woman, whatever. Um, we try to make unconsciousness a who, but it's really a what. And that series of recordings on the Outwitting with Tico has been fascinating. And it's really interesting how often when I'm traveling with somebody on the sacred journeys that we do, or when I'm talking with somebody in a class Q&A, they'll refer to or that, oh, yeah, that's right. Or I, I love that part. Or it's really changed my, my thinking and, and made me clear in my light. When you said in the Outwitting with Tico series, uh, you know, this or that. And they really, it's changed them energetically and it's made their light much stronger and it's also cleared up a lot of confusion and um, it's, just, it's very satisfying also to those of us that do have a mind that wants to understand what the fudge is going on in this reality and the confusing things, whether it's death or suicide and a lot of the other mysteries, the role that unconsciousness plays in those is not to be underestimated. And it's very clear to me that that, that ISIS vibration was very much a part of that Outweeding Watiko series, even though I wasn't aware of my connection to ISIS at that time. That doesn't, you know, just because we're not aware of it doesn't mean it's not, um, I want to say, divinely guiding us in our, in our journey. So it's pretty fascinating. Okay. So the Outweeding Watiko series is available for 99 USD. And I highly encourage it. And it, you guys, if you buy something from me and within a week, you're like, okay, checked it out. I don't like it. I will give you your money back. I don't want you to have something from me that you don't like. <laughs> I, I mean, what good would that do? I, in that case, I wouldn't want your money, <laughs> right? So if you purchase the Outwitting with Tico series and you're like, oh, I don't know, I, this is kind of weird. I, I don't like it. This isn't for me. Just tell me and I'll give you your money back. All right. Um, let's see what else. 
What else is going on? So we talked about May 19th. And also, thank you, uh, I just remembered this. On April 16th, there will be an encore performance. <laughs> performance, that's a fun word. Um, an encore replay of the interview that John Burgos, speaking of John, and I did on um, Beyond the Ordinary earlier this year. And that that was such that was such a fun conversation. So anyway, that replay is happening on April 16th, which uh, coincidentally happens to be my older daughter's birthday. She turned 16 on the 16th, so it's her golden birthday. Actually, this is really cool. Um, my and Olivia's texting me right now. That's so funny. I'll text her right back when we're done, which we're almost done. Um, my mother-in-law pointed out to me she's she's really cool with numbers. She's the type of person that can remember dates and even times of things. It's just in her, in her wiring to just, I mean, remember numbers. And she said, now, Jill, did you know that both of your girls, both Olivia and Georgia are each having their golden birthday this year? So Georgia turns 13 on June 13th and Olivia turns 16 on April 16th. Isn't that cool? How, I mean, yeah, (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Okay. Very good. Um, let's see what else. Olivia's texting me and needs my help, so I need to help her. Uh, seems like there was something else. No, I think we got it. So April 16th is the replay of the John event. And if you just go to my website, jillreneefeeler.com, you'll see the event section, and I just added a new event. Um, it's called the plug-in for my WordPress site. I'm very happy about that because the other one was driving me crazy and how inadequate it was. And anyway... Uh, so the event calendar section is is much improved and feels 21st century, thank God. Um, so the event section is there. I think that's it, you guys. I still have spots for the Zion trip. Uh, the Zion retreat is an unusual sacred travel event in that we have, I think it's five, three full days and then the dinner and breakfast the next, the next morning. But we have five days together. And there are specific times, um, two different times of the day, I'm, I'm sharing, channeling, um, we're interacting together as a group. So it's much more of a hands-on retreat in a lot of ways than the other sacred travel experiences that we do, which are also spectacular in other ways. And I love those events. So the France trip, um, I still have spots for that as well. And if you like sacred travel and want to journey with me and hang out with me and a lot of other cool people, then please send me an email at jill at jillreneefeeler.com. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for commenting. It adds to the algorithm and I appreciate it greatly. Okay. Let me check out some of these comments here. Okay. Oh, I like that Steve earlier during the meditation. He said, uh, no middle management. (laughs) Jess, hello, sister. She's saying, speaking my language. (laughs) That's good. Uh, Beautiful truth. Oh, thank you, Elise. Uh, Chris Osfay. Hello, Chris. Is saying New York City. Can't wait. Me either. Oh, you're welcome, Carol. She's saying thank you, Jill, for such a powerful message. Oh, thanks, Suzanne. She's seeing, feeling anchored in my light and very special. Looking forward to what you will share next week on Atlantis. Thank you so much, Jill. I love you. Kiss, hug, blessings of love to everyone here today. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay. All right, you guys. I'm sorry, but I need to go. <laughs> All right. I love you so much, and I will see you next time. I love you. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>